Okay, boy. <clears throat> okay, sorry. Hello, universe. Boy, it is Thanksgiving. I am putting up... I, I think I'm actually going to put these up in completely random order, meaning I'm going to throw a die, because I have six parts now. <clears throat> I don't even know what order in which they should occur to try to make sense of where my mind has been for the last 20-something hours. So, uh, I beg of you, on Thanksgiving, go find something better to do with your time than listen to what's coming up. Watch Star Wars for fuck's sake. You know, it's Thanksgiving. I'm sure it's on TV. Um, and if not, go watch... Yeah, it, uh, that does work. Um, sorry, text message received and responded to in real time while on the recording. Uh, that is bad for any audience member listening. So, hey, audience member, there's more proof that on Thanksgiving you've got to be able to find something better to do with your time than this. Right? 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 Okay, right. So, um, what else can I tell you? Well, you're going to experience... Wait, did I do my conspiracy theories in the last one? I think so. But there may be some conspiracy theory talk. If not, let me just say, I don't necessarily believe that we sent three men to the moon in a tin can and communicated from the moon to planet Earth via a radio transmitter how did we even do this what was the technology i'm curious how did we talk to president nixon on planet earth i don't believe that i don't think we had the capability to boom a signal from the moon to planet earth because you're the one originating the signal you have to you're not receiving you're sending well you're doing both again i just don't think we have the technology for that so do i think we faked a bunch of shit yeah does that mean we faked the whole fucking thing? I don't know. Maybe. But I also think we kind of show some uh, interactivity. Not just planet Earth America, by the way. The Russians, too. There seems like maybe we've been to the moon. I don't know that we've been there the way we say we've been there. Maybe we got some help getting there. I could see that. Anyway... So, if that's where I stand on the conspiracy of the moon, <clears throat> well, that's just background for why anything I talk about with conspiracy regarding anybody in my real life, even my current arch nemesis slash, wow, do I, do I now have a supervillain? Or am I a supervillain? Probably. I'm the supervillain, obviously. <clears throat> but do I have an arch nemesis good person? Probably. Guardian Angel. Guardian Angel versus Supervillain. But what if the Supervillain's Guardian Angel is the Guardian Angel? Boy, that could be the sequel to Messiah. Hmm. I'm starting to like my theory on these novels I'm writing. I do have to admit, Messiah's coming together. But whatever. Pause. Okay. And another thing I wanted to go through, and no, this has nothing to do with any of what I just said. So, complete, total, chalkboard erase, new, we're not even using a chalkboard, they brought in some dry erase markers and some dry erase paint. We put that up three weeks ago, so it's dry, we put up 12 coats, so it's fucking thick, and it works. So now that we're using a dry erase board, well, there were two items 
that um, hmm, that caught my attention. When I say that this person had to burrow their way into my consciousness, they did. They had to. And in so doing, there were a couple of moments or more that um, were meaningful, truly meaningful. And, um, and a couple of, uh, on my part especially, um, just, you know, awkward, uh, mm, well, I'll explain one of them two days from now when I go through the things that um, were mystical about this entire connection. But for today, just staying in the lucid uh, reality that is this one, knock on particle board, knock on, I'm sure particle board, knock on mattress, knock on Galaxy S8, the big brother of the Galaxy S4, which, hey, knock on you. Um, I remember when my um, ringtone for this person I had fucked it up, actually. I'd put the wrong one on there. Which is funny, because I had the perfect ringtone for this person. Maybe that was one of the disconnects that was intentionally there to show me that this wasn't going to happen. And I remember the look of, that's my ringtone, uh, when my nemesis, my current nemesis, heard it, and I thought, no, it's actually not. As a matter of fact, I can't express how much that is not your ringtone. Except that somehow it was. And it doesn't matter what it is. Or what it was supposed to be. But. Um, the idea that. Uh, I had let this person down. And my choice was. Somehow. Hmm. High schoolish. But. That's not even the sentimental moment that meant anything to me, but the one of, with feeding the birds, I had this thing where I had to feed the birds. Back when I was outside, the birds and the rats were pretty uh, common prey for the hawk, and the hawk was an, uh, uh, <laughs> nature hierarchy was never clearer than that the hawk was in charge. So I would feed the birds, and um, and I remember this person telling me what a good thing that was to do, and nobody else had even really noticed that I was doing it. I had even told security just so it wasn't something that was a problem, since I was in some ways, I guess, encouraging vermin. But to me, it was like they had everything stacked against them, including winter. And this person at least had noticed the effort I was making to hmm, somewhat ease their lives. But again, <clears throat> the ways that our friendship grew was irrelevant now. It doesn't matter. I don't even know why I felt sentimental enough to bring those up. Since what I really want to do is go downtown and listen to some comedy. Yeah. That and talk about... Hmm. 
something besides the ensnared, trapped, emotional knot of what would we call that thing at camp? Everyone put your hand in and grab somebody else's hand. The great knot? I can't remember now. If you go into a group of about 12 to 14 to I think as many as maybe 18 or 20 people, but at some point it gets ridiculous. And at some point you're just going to create two loops. But if you go in and grab two hands other than your own, in other words, you just crisscross your arms and then grab two other hands, and everyone does that, <clears throat> you end up with a pretty good pretzel to unwind. It's a great icebreaker for any group of people who are new to each other. There's not enough weird contact at all to make it sexually inappropriate. Um, and in <clears throat> every uh, problem-solving conundrum that releases itself, you end up with quite a bit of... Um, both encouraging and um, isolated sort of one-on-one -on -one time to process the whole situation. It's a good rhythm of get-to-know-you game. So I highly encourage it as a former camp counselor. Uh, five minutes and 56 seconds into this to go with the nine minutes of recording before this, or did I put that after this? Who knows? I feel like I owe at least another 20 minutes. A 20? How about 10? How about, let's cut that in half and go with 13. Well, you don't do vortex math? Ha, <laughs> well then, this wouldn't be 620 to you, would it? Yeah, okay, universe, we can talk. I mean, we've been talking a lot lately, but I took that whole week off, which was bullshit. Not my fault or anything of the kind. But since I can't find my bank card again, either one of them, man, I'm a champion at losing bank cards. Which really means I have to spend Thanksgiving and Black Friday looking for my bank cards in my house. Because I think they're here. Ugh, whatever. So, given that I only have 33.33 to go spend at the Bar of Eternity tonight. Um, you know, my favorite bar of all time was the bar at the edge of the universe. And, yeah, it was a takeoff on the Douglas Adams theme, and there was some cosmic stuff inside of the bar. Um, but it was a great place to shoot pool and meet hippie women in Portland. I loved it. It was right by my house in the East Mont or East Lake, I can't remember, what was the name of the golf course? Oh, they had a good golf course too. That was just three blocks down the street. God, what a weird place for two 20-somethings to be living. But we were not even gay, which, not that there's anything wrong with that, but have I expressed on this recording yet that um, men are the new women? And uh, I just... I see it coming where what used to be the sort of intro threesome of a man and two women, I guarantee you is going to flip-flop to a woman and two men. And men are just going to become the ornament of future society. We are headed that way. 
we are going to be the attache, the the add-on, the trophy boy situation is coming. We have seeded our position of usefulness to porn, self-neglect, drugs, and a lack of any true innovation at the societal level. So, yeah, a lot of shit working against us, right? As boys, I say, yeah, that's bullshit, bro. Why we got to face all these uphill climbs? Well, for one, because for almost all of eternity, we have tilted the slope directly downhill, our favor intentionally designed to be taken advantage of. So, yeah, we do have some comeuppance uh, to adjust to. But even with that part, uh, let's say, levied out, the amount of retribution that is going to impact society with the declination of the male um, space of uh, value is going to be a massive adjustment. Because it will rebound. It will have to. But it will do so in the most brutal conditions. Which is just... The more I think about this, the less I really want to survive the event. I don't... (laughs) What's the upside? Rebuilding civilization? Woohoo! Meeting the aliens? Woohoo! I mean, seriously, at this point, what's the fucking upside? I don't know. R2-D2 coming at you? Could be. That could be the upside. Maybe R2-D2 is the alien that comes down and explains how you're going to repopulate society for the good. But what if you misinterpret his chirps and quirks? And... Yeah, I I have been smoking some weed, obviously, so let's just pause here for a second. Pause. Wait, why did I pause? What was I... Was I going to smoke some weed? I think I'll smoke some weed. Hang on, pause. Okay, so tonight is the night before Thanksgiving. Which, it has been my estimation is one of the classic nights to go out because two-thirds or more maybe three-fourths of the country really has nothing to do tomorrow but show up to somewhere and eat while the other one-third or two-fifths or three-fourths or whatever not three-fourths maybe one-fourth the responsible ones among us who are actually hosting these eating parties well they're home getting shit ready. So the rest of us really have an obligation to make sure that we spend this holiday in their honor doing something frivolous. And so being one of the frivolous kind, well, there is a good open mic night that happens on Wednesday nights that I'll bet tonight is going to be terrific or it's going to be terrible. Either way, it's where I'm going. And, uh, yeah, I invite you to come with me. I mean, the bar is called Wide Right because of the bills. Could you ask for more for an open mic night? No. 
pause. Gotta say, playing the random grab a weed game has perhaps backfired on me. Because what I'm left with here is a bowl of half gelato and half platinum huckleberry cookies. Mm, yeah, know what I'm saying? But it looks like maybe uh, what we were trying to do is call forth the ones that could call some of our weed jar containers. These aren't even jars. These are, what, plastic pill bottles? Don't know. Don't care. But hitting this combo platinum huckleberry weed cookies uh, with gelato. Is that really what I'm doing? Wow. I would have bet that I couldn't even come up with this combination. But this is some top shelf shit, supposedly. yippee ki Butter mothers. And yes, my weed tolerance is so low. I can get high smoking green. Oh, that is like a Christmas present to myself. I do like the taste of that. Yum, yum, yum. That also means that I've been exercising more. Yes, I have. As a matter of fact, I did my full workout routine today after taking some time off to sit around and think. But did it rather easily, to be honest. Uh, so that's encouraging to know that I'm building strength that is legit. Wear this gaining muscle as I do nothing but... Fuck, I don't even know if I jerked off in the last week. Maybe once in the shower. But not enough to count for muscle build, that's for sure. So why I have developed stronger upper and lower... <laughs> body, in other words, what the fuck's going on with my body that I'm getting stronger? I'm not doing anything for it. Thank you, body. Keep up the good work while I'm sleeping. Keep making me stronger for no reason. I appreciate the effort, but you could have been doing this my whole life if I'm just going to give you one criticism. But doing it now is better than not doing it at all. So we like you. Keep it up. This is your cheerleader coming home. Yeah, look at my arm. I mean, look at that. The contour on my arm? Fuck, man. Seriously. It's crazy. That's my left arm, too. Okay. Maybe it's time for me to go take a shower and do some... Uh, 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 cleaning off of that which I made sweaty while working out earlier. Like my Johnson. Okay. How about we review the teleological arguments both for and mm, hollowly short of supporting the concept of God? No? All right, fine. What? How about Family Feud with Gilligan's Island guest stars? Sweet. Let's go find that. Pause. You know, I have some mushroom chocolates. Oh, yes, I do. Pause. Okay, why did I pause? What am I even back on about? What, the nine minutes of further adieu? I owe you? Did I have a topic? Was I going to get a list or something? Was I just going to smoke more weed? What are we waiting on me for? Does anyone know? Should I find out? I'll go see if I can find out. Pause.
Okay, well, my phones are charged, so that's good. Um, I'm in my Mickey Mouse pajamas, so I'm ready for a shower, that's for sure. That's good, but that means I just got to shower and I am ready to go downtown, so that's good. Um, and then Avengers Age of Ultron is on the TV, so that's okay. I haven't seen it. I have to watch this, I think, before I watch something about Independence Invaders or something. And then the left final one is Endgame. So I'm a little behind on the Avengers train. Even though, yeah, as a kid, I collected Avengers of comic books. I had, like, an issue. This is one of the few f number ones I had was Avengers. But I had a bunch of the Avengers. I think I had one through 38 or something. And then I had some hiccup. But, yeah, Avengers and Defenders. And, uh, actually, uh, had quite a few of Thor early Thor, but I did not have a number one Thor. I did not have a number two Thor. I did not even have a number three Thor, but I do think I had a number four Thor. Maybe even a number three, but whatever. That was so long ago, but I still remember some of it. Definitely. Like Dazzler. <clears throat> had all of Dazzler. Probably where I fell in love with blondes and tight onesies. At least the ones that go roller skating on the disco floor. Yeah! That's what we got on to talk about. Dazzler. Now, where's that movie? Did they make that into a movie? Ooh, I'm going to go look. I would have heard about it, right? Well, nope. Probably not, actually. Probably not. Pause. Hmm. Well, does not look like Alison Blair is going to get her own movie, but I do believe she may have been in some of the Marvel Ensemble movies. I don't remember her from Marvel characters. Do I remember her in that one with the teenage... School, not the X-Men, but, or it was an X-Men, but it was late. It had Jennifer, what's her name in it? Yeah, that Jennifer. Anyway, how interested are you in this? I hope not at all. Although Dazzler, you should be more interested in. I'll bet there's a comic book you didn't know that you would like. And if you're a 14-year-old boy, I bet you do like it. Well, anymore, fuck, I don't know what anybody likes. I give up. Pause. Okay, however... There is a question here that got my attention. It says, what is Dazzler's personality? Okay, I'm going to go ahead and try to nail this one down because I feel, as someone who read the original Dazzler series, at the age of probably 10, 11, 12, um, to 13, 14, that I have a viable answer here. So, what is Dazzler's personality? Well, Alison Blair was a bit of a people pleaser to her own detriment. She liked to perform and she liked the recognition that came with performing. But she was also uh, an individual of strength enough to take things into her own hands. She was not somebody who needed help. She was willing to stand up on her own two feet and deal with her problems by herself. So... <clears throat> Was she somebody who, um, in discovering her mutant powers, was ready for the, uh, the bump in, uh, in responsibility that came with it? Yeah, I do think she was, to be honest. She had that kind of, um, who would you compare her to? 
the best male comparison, in my opinion, is somebody like uh, Peter Parker. She was the sort of uh, not uh, your everyday heroine type figure, but when thrust into the position of can you make us uh, all look super with your human and now superhuman instincts, yes, Alison Blair could do that. So, I'll bet that's exactly what's written right here. What is Dazzler's personality? Character breakdown. Alison Blair is ambitious. Her whole life has revolved around ambition. She has a powerful desire to be a star and all the natural talent necessary to become one. In some ways, her family plays a role in shaping this desire. See? Just like I said. I don't remember any of that shit with her family. I remember her family, if anything, not believing in her. But, again, I confabulate all sorts of shit. That's why I don't stand by what my answer to what is Dazzler's personality going to be in line with what actually was there. That was a long time ago. But we are the champions of the world. We've been singing that since day one. You don't get to pull the rug out from underneath me when it comes to the basic facts of what happened back there. Was Alison Blair the name of Dazzler? Yes. Now, if I go back and find out that, in fact, it was not her, that it was uh, Laverne Blair, well, then I'm going to say, wait, so does that mean it was Shirley Clare? No. See, there's nothing there. Nothing there at all. That's just terrible. Well, I, um, I may not be mystical about much across my entire life. But I've always had a thing for birds. I've always thought birds were portals to wisdom of some sort. So, when I found the third robin feather on my welcome mat tonight, in the last six weeks, sometime well before Halloween, but certainly during football season, the first one, I even remember the decision I had made that prompted the appearance of the first one. Now the decision I made that prompted the appearance about the second one? What the fuck, man? I suppose the <clears throat> appearance of the third one this evening is symbolic of, well, at least a year fought hardly. Heartily? There was some hard fighting this year. Yep. Had to find some things in myself I didn't know existed. Well, I knew they existed. I just didn't know how much I could rely on them. But. Back to my simple ways of. Trying to figure out why. The universe seems to want me. To do these things. I am not of some level of high metal, some figure of endurance across multiple challenges. I wither. I cowardice. I am cowardice. At least I think I am. I'm not sure anymore what I am. I do feel like I'm becoming something. Something more than I've ever been. But what that is, 
Well, <clears throat> could just be like Frosty the Snowman or something, right? Becoming a big old snowman. <clears throat> Maybe. I mean, so much of this is just delusional, or it feels that way. You don't think I sit back in my own rocking chair thinking, wait, I don't own a rocking chair, so how am I sitting in a rocking chair? Then I think, well, because I'm delusional. So even though I'm sitting on the side of this bed, if I rock, it's like a rocking chair, man. Or it's like an eight-year-old trying to hum himself. Either way, I'm delusional. Except I'm not. I am cross-haired, sober, focused, on target, using metaphors I don't even agree with to describe a state of mind that is simply, functionally, fluid, dependable, solving problems. Coming to solutions is more what I mean. Building invulnerabilities. Warding off previous weaknesses with ease. But, <clears throat> you know, still can't beat that fucking screen on Donkey Kong. The elevator screen, the second one. Can you? Pause. Actually, Kitty, it's the third elevator screen, right? That second screen doesn't seem like it's the hard one. It's got to be the third one, because the second one's got the pattern. I mean, there's, there's one pattern that's easy. You can't miss. That's screen one. Then there's the second pattern, where you have to go on the back... Flip. Well, you don't have to go on the backflip, but it's easier if you go bounce, bounce, and then you wait at the top for the one to go over, and then you come back. It's the third screen. The third elevator screen is tough. And not to mention the third pie screen. That one's tough, too. Anyway, why am I talking about Donkey Kong? Because even shit in the world that you've given a lot of time to, Practiced up, dedicated enough resource and time previously to speak of it now as if you have something relevant to say about a game you haven't played for over 20 years. Pause. Well, I mean, come on, I've been to one up in the last decade, so I have played Darky Carl. But yeah, point taken, point taken. Um, I, uh, Hmm. I guess that's why, at this point in life, I've just fallen back on trying to do three things. Come out of a day feeling like I was forgiving, that I found a moment to be kind, and that somewhere I was understanding. And if I'm listening for those moments to arrive, generally they do. I'm not saying it's a daily occurrence. Can I come up with that for today? Well, you know, that gives me something to do. Good job. I like when this purpose meets destiny meets beginning of cookie dough. Yeah, that's what I like. Well, the truth is the cat gives me an opportunity to be all three of those things every day. Right, kitty? So today we'll just say, well, I was kind to the cat. I didn't kill her. Pause. Yippee-ki-yay, turkey-turkey. Ha-ha-ha, <laughs> gobble-gobble, Thanksgivingers.
You know what the best thing about being a vegetarian on Thanksgiving is? Mashed potatoes. Fuck yeah, it is. And stuffing. But definitely not cranberries. What is up with cranberries? Cranberries to me are like uh, people who think cilantro tastes like soap. I get that there are people in the world that think cilantro tastes like soap. I'm sorry that you live that life. That is a very underserved, herbed life. To have to forego cilantro? Oh, poor you. But somebody out there thinks the same thing about cranberries. And you know what I have to say to them? Fucking cranberries are terrible. I have never had a problem passing the cranberries. So, if that's how you feel about cilantro, that just means all that good garnished Mexican food that you look at thinking, ah, that shit's all going to taste like soap. Man, yeah, I feel sorry for you. That is so much worse than cranberries. But, we're not doing Mexican Thanksgiving. So, no cheese enchiladas, no bean burritos. Nope. This is the year we're doing traditional turkey, which means I get to go... Yeah, yeah, it does look like it's going to be good. Yeah, no, I, th- I think you guys are going to enjoy it. No, I won't, I won't have, a, I won't even think about whether or not I'm hungry for turkey today. But I appreciate your concern. I really do. Yeah, I'll have that conversation at least three times, probably six. And um, at least once with the same person twice, maybe three times. You know how it goes. Holidays with the family. We all look forward to these more than anything else all year long, so booyah, booyah, booyah. What is that? Is that cat blood? Okay, that actually may be dab material. i got to give it up for my own mess making. God, what is that? That could be honey. Uh, so, how do you get honey out of a carpet? Serious question. I haven't looked it up on Google yet. I'm going to guess that it has to do with Ice cubes, a towel you'll never care about again, and probably a vacuum you'll never care about again. Or maybe a badger? I, don't, I really don't know here. Pause. Unpause. <clears throat> All right, so I don't know how much of this explaining I've done recently, but I certainly believe that we have a bevy of thoughts that pepper our minds that obviously we would never act on. Well, having had a few of those thoughts in the last pause session, I thought I would share them. Even if I'm not going to act on them, they're still fun. Um, And my first thought is, well, should I surreptitiously record my family's interactivity at Thanksgiving and then throw a highlight reel together as my next episode? Wait, episode? That implies this is a podcast. As my next recording foray into the ether of the universe, otherwise known as a podcast. Well, I could. That'd be fucking hilarious. But it's a little cruel to not let them know they're in on the gag. So could I tell them that I'm recording our Thanksgiving Day uh, interactivity for possible future publication and then wait out the 20 minutes it would take for them to forget that that's even happening before we could have a real conversation on tape? or digital formatted phone hard drive capacity flash drive? Uh, Sure. I mean, maybe. Or maybe not, because then my sister, clever witch that she is, 
would uh, take a lot longer than the other two old people to remember what's going on. Plus, my brother-in-law's not going to be there today, which sucks. He's got to be with his family for other considerations. So, damn. Maybe not today. Maybe Christmas. Or, see now, these are the thoughts you have where you're like, no, I'm not going to act on that. But I had the thought, so I could act on it. What if I were to dose on mushrooms... Well, mushroom chocolate, so it's not the same. But what if I were to dose on mushroom chocolates and then hit the record button? So at least then my own participation in this social experiment would be um, under the guise of complete and total inebriation of the hallucinogenic kind. And I wouldn't tell anybody else that was going on. I mean... Let's face it, at some point I would probably admit what the fuck I was doing. But that part would be almost the part most worth waiting for on the whole recording. No? Okay. Well, and this is the thought that I really am not going to act on. I don't think. What if I were to chop all those mushroom chocolate bars? I only have two. But I do have two. Chop them up into little chocolate chip pieces, make mushroom chocolate chip cookies and dose the family equally without telling them what's going on. Come on, that would be fun. Or funny. Or both. No? Okay. Well, since I didn't find my lighter at all that time, I put that thing in my mouth. Where's my lighter? Oh, there it is. Alright, well, speaking of dosing, ah, time for a bong hit. Pause. So, unpause. I've spent some time this morning beating around a very fuck-off dreamland moment of my morning. One of the last dreams I had last night, I know because I was was in between waking up and really waking up when I had this dream. The sun was up, for instance, I know that. I didn't really get out of bed until like 9 o'clock, but I've been up since maybe 6.37 just lying in bed. So figure between 6 and 7, I have a dream that I've had before, one time. I very much remember this dream. (sighs) And my nemesis is fucking in it. And the whole dream is some chaotic mall environment where bullets are whizzing by. Bullets. Like we're in a mass shooting. And we are coincidentally in the same space. We like run into each other. Same thing happened in the first dream. All of it. All of it is identical. She's even wearing the same outfit. And, uh, and we're hiding behind this escalator stanchion, or whatever you call the base of an escalator. And uh, what does stanchion mean? I wonder what, that's got to be a specific term. Okay, I'm not going to get distracted. We're hiding behind the base of an escalator. She's on one side, I'm on the other. <clears throat> Bullets are whizzing by. The escalator's still operable. The guys are on the second level and on the first level. Whatever, guys. I say guys because I just assume these are bad guys. And she's screaming across the fucking entry 
to the escalator at me. Why did you ever ask me on a fucking date? She doesn't say fucking. She doesn't say fucking. Why didn't you ever ask me on a date? Why didn't you ever ask me on a date? And I'm looking at her going, I did. I did. I did. It's the whole dream. I've now had it twice. Once about a year ago. Less than that, 10 months ago. And then again yesterday, or today, whatever. <clears throat> Thanksgiving day, what is this, the 23rd, 22nd? I don't even know. 23rd, I'm guessing. It is the 23rd, good guess. <gasps> I'm not plugged in for power. I hate you, phone. Um, so... And the funny thing is, at the time, I and even now, I've never asked her on a date. And I, uh, I find my subconscious tripping its way through this rose petal garden of thorniness. A big finger poke to the eye of my morning. Because I really woke up in a cranky mood because of it. How dumb is that? How dumb is that? I let this stuff happen too much. Where I let my dreams overwhelm my day. And today being Thanksgiving, I'm just not going to do it. But I'm going to let bad inter-nuclear family conversation, as well as a lack of 54 years of understanding most of my interaction with my family, ruin my day. But I think that's fair. To let my dream ruin my day? I don't know. That seems... That seems stupid even for me. 